What's good, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rice and Cane Friends. It's been a minute, but we are back in town <laughs> with the guys. We are back. The boys are back in town. Woo. <laughs> Big Drewski, what's happening, bro? Long time no see, Ricey. I know. It's been years. It's so good it's to like, be back. It's so good. <laughs> it's so United, and it, it feels, feels so good. So good. <laughs> And you might have forgotten the deep voice laughing in the back there. That is Mayor, El Mayor. Oh, yeah. Glad to be back like a butt crack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we rested, Whoa. fully rested, rejuvenated. Let's, let's get going. First things first. Did you guys hear that story about that woman in Memphis that was in the Burger King line? Sadly. Waiting a little. She was waiting a little too long for the Burger King. They weren't getting the Whopper fast enough, so she had to bring up the chopper. Terrible. <laughs> she, no I, Whopper? Oh, Here's my man. chopper. Does it, I know in the drive-thru, it might get, you know, might get frustrating to wait a few, wait yeah. several minutes, but to be frustrated enough to pull out a gun and try and attempt to shoot the people from inside the window, drive the window, your thoughts. This That's is nuts, bro. Pure dumbassery. But now, yeah. you know, she'll have plenty of time to wait for her food in jail. <laughs> it went from whoppers to like loose runny beans. Man, down in the game. <laughs> Andrew, what do you think? <laughs> Man, why, 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 why? <laughs> we Before this, we were like, guess what race it is. And I think we all don't have to say, yeah. but it's like, ah. Then we'll yeah, take this one, y'all. We'll over a burger? She's just been released. She's been waived. <laughs> <laughs> clear, her, clear her books on all waivers. Man. <laughs> but to move on to other things, Jake Paul, did you hear, did you hear about the fight last night? I saw it. Well, I didn't see it live, but were I you saw sensible, it. Were you guys sensible not to, to purchase? Because I did not purchase a fight. Yeah. I indeed did not even watch the fight, but I indeed know everything that happened about the fight, and I found some highlights. Um, I heard the performance was, I've heard it's basically a music festival plus a minute of fighting. Yeah, when I saw the weigh-in, I saw the way Jake Paul looked, and mm-hmm. then I saw the way Ben looked. And Ben looked, he had a dad bod for sure. <laughs> and he got knocked off. Chris, hey, like Chris Tucker. <laughs> I, I can't stand Jake Paul, but he does have hands from what I've seen. I hate to say it, but he does have hands. I don't think it rises to professional level, but he does. Now, is this the same platform where before they had the Nate fight and like Snoop Dogg yeah, was commentating? That's the same program. Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg was there. Oh, really? He was he did, commentating? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. actually some good things about this the, the performances. So they have this group now. Snoop has this group called Mount Westmore, which I hate the name, but the group itself is fired. Is Snoop, Ice Cube, Too Short, and E Forty all together as a super? Oh yeah, group. I heard they were doing an album together. Did it come out? I don't think it came out yet, but they they uh, performed one of the songs that they have on the album. It's actually really, really fire. It's really West Coast. Nice. I mean, they, they kept it true, and I think that's. Mm-hmm. I gotta give it up to to <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Like he's more so known as a media personality now, but. I'm um, subscribed to him on YouTube, and whenever new music comes out, it's still very solid. It's still solid, and he keeps up. He keeps up with the. He keeps it contemporary without trying to. He keeps keep it real. To, you know, he keeps it real, right? He keeps it contemporary without trying to keep, uh, be trendy or cloud Yeah, voice, which so it's funny. His product. It's funny. It's funny you guys bring it up because on the Breakfast Club, Breakfast Club last week, um, oh. they were saying how Snoop Dogg, like how he's. <laughs> Now Snoop is a dog. <laughs> yeah, that's Snoop a shout out to Snowball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, how like, he's like been so successful and like maintained, and it's really a true, a, a good thing to see. He, he deserves all his flowers. And when he, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, 
So going forth with the fight, continuing with the fight, I heard two of these TikTok girls, I don't know, Dixie and Charlie, whatever their name, Tomato, Tomato, Demita, I don't know. You guys know what it is. They have 150 million followers on TikTok combined. Wow. Um, they presented the belt. It's it was so, it was a joke. Justin Bieber performed. Justin Bieber performed and he wanted to leave. I saw some of the performance. You just knew he wanted to dip. He was like, all right, everybody, I'm out. But he still had a song left to perform. And they started the music up. <laughs> Damn. And he's like, They're oh like- shit. And he started singing. They're like, no, Justin. <laughs> Scooter, where's my check? Oh, I have another song to do. Scooter, you should have... He was like, I'm ready to go. I don't want to be here. It was so random. Rick Ross... All right, this is even more random. Rick Flair was in the building, and he was hosting a slap. He was commentating the slap fight contest that was going on. You know how they sat? <laughs> what a slap! And he was like... I saw someone, and he was like... Man, I could have taken that slap. This man got obliterated. And it's like, I could have taken that. They had a slap fight? They fight? had a slap fight contest. Like the, like the slap. Hot 97 Smack yeah. Fest that they like, used to do? Like Smack Fest, exactly. Wow. Yeah. They, Queens, go. Oh, Lord. <laughs> they, had Smack, they had Smack Fest hosted, commentated by Rick, Rick Flair. Rick Ross is in the building, chilling with Rick Flair. It was so, but another shining moment, um, Jaleel White, also known as Steve Urkel, was promoting his Purple Urkel strain, weed strain. It was an all-out spectacle. My God. He suited up. He uh, looked like Steve Urkel, but like in a... Really? He put the costume on? He put the costume on, but not like, not the overalls joint. He had the suit, he had a bow tie, and he had the glasses that you knew was Urkel, and he shaved his face, so it looked like Urkel. How does how is he not getting sued for using Urkel's likeness? I think he has rights. Okay. I think he has rights to his likeness in that situation, which is great. Yeah. And I, I, I hope I hope he I hope he comes up like OD on that. But he was, I yeah. hope he comes up as high as his overalls. <laughs> <laughs> he stay higher than his overalls. I'll have to look right. out for the next fight event because that sounds like all around pure comedy. It was. Comedy. It's bro. an the, event for sure. It was like it was just the Nate Robinson. Mm-hmm. It's it's very well. I I paid for the Nate Robinson one, and it sounds very uh, similar. I and, right. Yeah. So I think they're gonna keep doing that, and also Lamar Odom versus Aaron Carter. Bro, that's gonna be a that's a that's a body, bro. Body bag. Lamar Odom's oh, gonna kill that man. I mean, Aaron Carter better get the training of his life. Like Rocky Balboa training, like montage training, because he's gonna get rocked. That's yeah, a he's not a athlete. size difference between the two. Yeah, and Lamar Odom is he, a, a professional athlete. Like yeah. he's a professional athlete. <laughs> like he's okay. Hey, we said the same thing about Nate. <laughs> we saw no, but that different, out. bro. But Jake's different. Jake like actually like trains and like okay boxes and stuff. Aaron Carter doesn't, I take it. Aaron Carter looks like a wet beef jerky strip. Like, (laughs) he is so frail. That man is a young shrimp. That man is a young shrimp stick. If if, if he's got a rap name, young shrimp stick, that's Aaron Carter. That man looking crazy. Oh, man. That man looking crazy. You could slap him, like, with a strip of Charmin and, like, he'd get knocked out. (laughs) Two ply. But yeah, the Jake Paul fight was just, it was a mess. And then in the end, he ended up knocking out Ben Askren in the first round. Fast. And I, and I guess they played, the first round started around like 1230, 1245 at night, midnight. Dang. That's the one thing I hate us living on the East Coast because the, the fights come on so late. Yeah. yeah just for I, that. I forget the last one I tried to watch, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to not spend my money on these boxing events. I end up dozing off before the main right. event even comes on. Right. But, you know, we'll get rid of that fight. I'm, I mean, Lamar Odom, I am going to try and catch that fight. Not going to pay-per-view it, of course, because that's just ridiculous. But yeah, that's I am the beauty try. Like- but Twitter is the MVP of this whole thing. Exactly. Um, yep. I know Twitter, I, I saw... All the updates through Twitter, all the footage 
to do Twitter because everybody is so clamoring to get these likes and retweets that you can literally find everything you need to find right there. You can find a fight, which is annoying because with the other fights, like serious fights, like Mayweather fights, it's so hard to post coverage of the, the fight. Yeah, I think they don't let you use your phones, right? Yeah, but like, for like this one, everything was, my, everything was, like, I mean, screenshots, screen recordings, everything. You could find it. Different angles. <laughs> but keeping it Californian for a minute, DJ Mustard is, is pissed. And he has absolutely every right to be pissed. He had a personal shopper who's he's paying 72 grand. No, actually 75 grand per yeah. year. Um, for a personal stylist, right? This lady runs up a check. <laughs> she runs up the credit card for 50 grand and flexes on the grand because she has his credit card. Runs it up 50K and flexes. Now she's fired. Just to flab herself. How do you, how bad she, is this, is this fumbling of the bag? She blew it big time. Did she run this yeah. check? This total up all in one shot, or was she slowly dripping spring. over time? Shopping spree. Straight <laughs> up. God. You blew it. Shopping spree. It was a whole and shopping she spree. Think- she posted on the gram. Some of the dumbest, the Man, dumbest things she got was... even incriminated herself with she got smiling face knee pads. Fam, why? Why? <laughs> I mean, I think we know I mean, why. I mean, you let it marinate. <laughs> but... Hey, just, just give it a little ponder and you can figure it out. <laughs> I, I had a joke, but I'm gonna refrain. Just give it a yeah, ponder; you can figure it out. But yeah, like how monumental of a fumble of the bag, man! Just be? for a couple of likes. Tell you what, she's not fumbling on. <laughs> it's over with, bro. It is. Absolutely, <laughs> it, is <laughs> it is over with. I, I you can't seventy-five grand to shop for somebody. That's that sounds job very easy. That's yeah. easier than Waka Flocka's 50,000 uh, blunt roller position. Yeah, because at least when you're Waka Flocka's blunt roller, you got to have an insurance policy on your hands for the carpal tunnel. Mm-hmm. You know, this, you just, you get to walk <laughs> a little bit, get the blood flowing, pick off some clothes off the racks, you know? Like, think about it. You don't have to shop every day. You don't have to go to the store every day to buy something new. You just have no. to get something periodically. And then send it over and get the approval. I don't know what stylists do, but she doesn't. She just has to shop. It's not even mm. styling it, which is probably a lot more work. But she just has to shop for it. She's just a personal shopper. She just goes in there, goes to Louis or Gucci, wherever, picks out whatever he wants specifically. I'm assuming, and get the bag six thousand, six to eight thousand a month for that. Easy lay Fumble that. And now she's not going to get another job in that industry. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she'll be blacklisted and it's in public. So it's like, oh, you're the one that jacks DJ Mustard for 50 grand. Absolutely not. (laughs) It's just you can't fumble a bag like this. Uh, Hey, was she Mm -hmm. the lady in Memphis that uh, shot into the Burger King? (laughs) She lost her job with Mustard. She had to <laughs> try to jack a Burger King. Now you're seeing what you your third eye, brother. You are seeing what your third eye. <laughs> keep it open. Nah, man. But <laughs> to keep it to keep it Californian even further, I'm assuming Paul Pierce is from California, which I'm well, assuming. he's living yes, out there. He yeah. And he's living out there. Um, as you guys know by now, he's been uh, let go of his duties at ESPN after <laughs> Instagram lives. <laughs> footage from Instagram live surfaced of him having a good time at a poker night which involved <laughs> having strippers and smoking weed and just overall living life. Now how do you guys feel about this? I feel like the I mean, this is a no brainer for ESPN. They're a Disney Comfort Corporation. They uphold to a certain image as being with Disney. So it was a no brainer that um, he was getting fired. But other people say he was unjustifiably fired. I just wanted to get you guys' takes on it. And I think I have a theory as well I didn't mention. Now, first, I didn't see the full video. So on the tape, could mm-hmm. it be seen him smoking? Yeah. He had yes. one. All right. Was his eyes just red and it was assumed? No. No, nah, he, he was Oh. He's lit. He's lit. <laughs> no, it's like there's one, there's one point where he had the, the phone up in the air. You no, know, the, the aerial, mm-hmm. you know, looking up. 
type view where you looking down type view actually. You had the blunt on him. You saw the stripper on the on the corner. Rubbing his back and yeah. Was he was, he, uh, was, was he snorkeling? Or um, did he didn't take it that far. He was on the I'm beach. Sure. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> he wasn't snorkeling, but he was on the beach. So okay, now he's close. Now knowing that he was documenting mm-hmm. himself smoking weed on camera, I could see that being grounds for being released from a professional job, especially as a public figure where you're supposed to have a certain level of class, I guess you could say, for a sports analyst. But at first I was thinking that he was just on camera and his eye read and it was assumed that he was smoking. But since he uh, showed it on camera, mm, yeah, there there might be grounds for his firing. Well, I mean, go ahead, Racing. No, uh, so what I was going to say is that the activities he did himself – if he had right. just not been on social media, you know, even if he was, even if it was incidental, where it's, you know, um, somebody from ESPN saw him doing this, um, but not like yeah. on on a public, public scale, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like he yeah, fine, for like, his private friends or something like that. He would be going crazy in their own private matter. I mean, I, I bet you a lot of celebrities be going crazy. Oh yeah, in their own thing. So it's not something surprising, but it's mm-hmm. just. The, the wherewithal to have it in public, which makes me think that this is him sabotaging. Like, this is him, like, throwing a fight, per se. He wants to get out of this deal. This I'm wondering, I did, like, Fox Sports 1 offer him more money? And he said, you know what? I'm going to go out there's with gotta a some backdoor. There's got to <laughs> be some backdoor, um, like, deals going on where he's getting an alternative deal. And I see you smiling through. Stop. No. I know. I'm incriminating. <laughs> but, but I think he I think he, he sabotaged. I think he wanted to get out the deal, and this was perfect way out. My theory. That was um, Charmaine's idea, too. Like, I, I, he's I smart. So. He's a smart enough man. He knows, like, not to do that. And he's, like, thinking he did, like, a YOLO. But I really think Paul Pierce maybe is going through it. And had a night. He's like, "Yo, Mo, go live on the gram." And three hundred and seventy-one. It was like three hundred and seventy uh, live viewers when he that's was doing it. it. And the act- that's it for three hundred people. You're Dang. doing all that, trying to show off. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> and he has a wife. And- but my whole opinion on it, like, I never liked Paul Pierce in the first place. But he did it. Him doing that, and like, mm-hmm. bro, really? And he has a wife and kids. Like, yeah. it's not worth it. It's yeah, you have it's a higher. You have a higher integrity. You should have a higher integrity. You can't be doing that as you know, a no. person of your stature. You just can't. And, and even if you're just an ordinary person, you know, ordinary guy living a regular nine to five job, you have a family and kids. You have a wife and kids. You shouldn't be doing yeah, that. Yeah, but it, yeah, he's trying to say, like, oh, well, I'm not married. But like, man, get out of here. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. He blew it. You don't need to record yourself doing that. Yeah. yeah. If you work for Disney, it's perfectly acceptable to do your dirt on the low. They've been mm-hmm. doing it for decades. But once right, you yeah. document it yourself, party's over. Exactly. Another person who blew it, just a real brief, AR Ab, you really blew it, man. Like, we were really rooting for you. Because you had the freestyles on deck. I actually sent beats to him a long time ago. I don't know if you ever used them. But I don't think it matters now. He got 45 years for involvement in the ring conspiracy for, for drug... Uh, was selling drugs and armed robbery. The XYZ. He said everything. There's literally compilations of him snitching himself on social and Man. on Vlad TV, on social media, with music videos. Like So they're alleging that he used his record label as a way to launder the money from his nefarious activities. That's in, yeah, that's what I've read. I don't know if that's legit, but that's what I've read that he's using the label, mm. which I don't know if that would really, it would be, priv- no, they'd be really privy to what the, how the funds are coming in and where they're coming from. So I don't really believe that story, but the other things he's done. Yeah. He, he did that shit. According <laughs> to 50. Then by 50 best, he did that shit. So I feel for him. I never like to see a person get incarcerated, but yo, I don't really have much sympathy because he really snitched on himself for like the past five years. He must not have good friends in his corner to pull him to the side and say, hey, you shouldn't be saying all this on camera. 
there was a there was one point in time where he was he was more up quote unquote up than Cassidy, right? As yeah. a Philly rapper, there was one point yeah. that he was the man. Like he was mm-hmm. up. Like him and Dark Low were the guys in Philly at some point. Now, I think. What happened to Dark Low? Where's he at? I don't even know. He's in a low dark place right now. <laughs> no saying. <I'm> <laughs> but. But I, I wish him I wish him well. He's already in prison, I think. He was dealing with some health issues. Yeah, I remember hearing. I don't about know how that. he's doing now, but damn, it's tough, man. It's just um, tough. I also feel rest in peace to Black Rob, also, mm. and of course, rest in peace to DMX. Um, that hit hard. I didn't really want to talk about it much because, you know, that's a, it's a, these two guys are really influential in my sound, at least in terms of making music and what I grew up listening to. I mean, he's, it's, X is, is an absolute legend. He's immortal so, yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To piggyback off of that, like DMX is just like, he's like, he was anointed. Like he's like a different kind of person. And like, he like, you know, would move a room and he's just different. And mm-hmm. um, especially towards later in his career, he was really close to God. And one thing I like, yes. I saw and like, I went back on like this guy would pray and um there's even a all right quick story so mm. he ran into a, a fan who was a girl yeah. and um they started chopping it up and she was saying how she had issues with her father and like mm. they didn't talk and because her father wasn't a, a, a drug addiction had a mm. drug addiction mm-hmm. and he was talking to her and because of the conversation he had with her mm-hmm. she got back with her father and now she like is continuing her relationship with her father kind of thing That's amazing nice He's, he's a, yeah, he, he's bigger than rap, I guess. He was like a genuine oh, yeah. guy. He's bigger, and remember, he's, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know the name of that concert, but that concert was like a sea of people and he's in the red overall. Yep. Oh, that's Woodstock. In, yeah. yeah, that's Woodstock. Yeah, 99. 99. Oh, that's just different. That's just different, man. Different, bro. And that was like in the beginning of his career. I think that was the same year. Was it nine? I think it was one ninety eight or 98. He had the two albums in one year. He had the two albums in one year. And yeah, to DMX. Absolute legend, and I think he was—he was always spiritual throughout, like since the beginning of his career. Oh yeah, yeah. He always had prayers on his albums and would mm-hmm. pray at his shows. Mm-hmm. So, and one thing, mm-hmm. like one thing I like about him, like he was very like authentic, like he was open. People yeah. have—we all have problems, we all have issues, and he was mm-hmm. one to like not try to like, oh, I don't have these issues, like, and he helped people by his honesty and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, that's, yeah. that, you know, you got to commend that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It will be missed. Black Rob, not to be, not to remiss, Black Rob, his story is so sad. I mean, I don't know the whole label issues that he had, like, in the early 2000s and how he ended up where he was, but he was ended up being sick. Um, I saw the videos on Instagram of him really pleading for help. Yeah. What's the whole um, thing with Diddy? That's the thing, bro. Like, I don't know. Bad boy for life? Like, I don't know. It's certain thing. Like, if you have that much, and I'm not trying to like watch people's pockets, but at a certain point in time, if you have that much wealth, and you Help see people that you knew, like, you Bad ate together, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like people that you ate with, people that you, you know, you were with for real, for real. And you see them down and out, and you have the necessary resources to to help them. You gotta at least send some money, send mm-hmm. something. You don't necessarily have to be in their life. But you help them out. out. It's just yeah. a matter of decency. You know what I'm saying? Mark Curry was saying that Puff was trying to reach out to him in it's, the last it, days to uh, do something yeah. for him. But and this is something yeah. that's been happening over a course of years, though. We just seen yeah. him on the social media pleading for help. Like this was literally his last plea for help. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Curry did the GoFundMe, which people thought he was scamming. Which was all sad, but he was literally trying to raise some money. Mm-hmm. Didn't even reach the goal, and he passed away. Dang, it's like man. it's just super sad. Yeah, he was a uh, he was an underrated MC. I He's would part say. of the reason why Bad Boy is okay today. Today, because after Biggie died and after Mace retired, went you know became a reverend. <laughs> they were had nobody. They had yeah. nobody in the in the camp. Yeah, Black Rob like carried. Like Rob Carey during that time. Yeah, they most people know him for his song "Whoa," 
Yeah. And that was his biggest hit, but that album was solid front to back. I encourage people to check out it, the life, life story. story? Yeah. yeah, he has some good tracks on that. He's a very good storyteller on record. Yeah. So very talented guy. He had a he had a lot of legal troubles in those early days. I, I think right. railroaded his career as mm. well. And then these last few years, I remember watching an interview of him on Sway in the morning and said that mm-hmm. he was having a lot of health issues. This was probably like five years ago and he had a couple strokes and four, all types bro. of stuff. He had four. four? Damn. Yeah. He had four strokes, man. But I think, you know, he's in a better place now. I think he's free. I think the Max as well is free. So I just want to wish you, you know, those is the family. What? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. But then um, back to DMX. Jay-Z and Beyonce, one thing I do want to bring up, brilliant. They bought his, um, what, his masters. They bought his masters, mm-hmm. and um, the money that they make off the masters, they're going to give back they're to the children. Proceed. I'm yeah. hearing conflicting reports That's on that. me too, but I'm hoping it's real. And I, I think, heard that somebody said that that wasn't accurate. I think that's something really? we would do, though. I'm Me hearing too. that's inaccurate, oh. but I think like that's something he would do, but not necessarily report. I think he would just mm-hmm. do that off the strength. And that, I, I want to believe they're saying that it's not, they're saying that there's speculation on that, but I think that's something that Hove would actually do. Hove does a lot of things and Beyonce behind mm-hmm. the scenes. And they the don't, scenes. that's one thing too, like just like on a regular person, like if you do good acts of kindness, not saying you can't ever like show it, but like do things in like in silence. Like, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to brag. Like, I hate it when people like, oh, here's 20 bucks to a homeless they person. They were put it on recorded. Instagram. Yeah, that's yeah, why like, these influencers piss me off. They're like, oh, look at me. I'm giving back. I'm on camera. Here's some shorts, young man. You can have these and be great like me, too. Like, <laughs> like if it's really. Yeah, if it's really meant to come to fruition where people know about it, it will. Like, it'll, mm-hmm. don't don't force it. It doesn't seem genuine. Yeah. Anyways, next time. Yeah, moving moving <laughs> forward. Moving forward here. I'm gonna go to sports. Steph Curry's freaking What's going on with Steph, bro? <laughs> Steph Curry's a I monster hear, right now. I, I hear the word demigod. I don't know exactly what that means, but Steph Curry is like a like demigod. Yeah, he's a god in the god. Yeah, he's a god yeah. in the flesh. This man is ridiculous. Okay, I saw a stat saying that he had this week alone, five games. I, I was talking to Major about was it. Was it five games this past week or two weeks? Five games. He's hit plus more threes three. than four teams. Like, in total. Like he's, he's, like, hit, like, 38 threes. And then, like, who was it? The freaking Bruce said it was the Kings. The Kings only hit, like, 30. Another team Definitely got to be the Knicks. I don't think we've hit that many. Knicks, Knicks missed the list because I was in a sentence. Oh, we, we up. And I'm going to talk got, about that later. But Julius, <laughs> King Orange Julius. But, but yeah. man, I would be so pissed trying to guard Steph Curry. I think I'd be ready to start throwing hands. How if do you, you think about it, mm-hmm. sorry. If you think about it, he's really like really hard to guard. Like he can shoot off the dribble, but just chasing him around, like he's just like all over. Like he's non. He's like Pac Man. Yeah, with no walls. Remember and Richard like, Hamilton? His, how his handles are very yes. underrated. Oh. Remember yes, Rip Reggie. Hamilton when he used to run around off the ball? Mm-hmm. Steph yeah. does that. Now and Reggie Miller quarters. would do that too. Reggie too. Yeah, he would. You would have to run through like eighty picks before he gets the ball and just <laughs> drains it. Yeah, Rip Hamilton so is a great. Rip Hamilton is a great example because Rip, mm-hmm. like he just run and Rip was more so mid range game, mm-hmm. but um, he had threes too. But Steph is just he's. Now all the kids are gonna shoot for like shoot for threes. I even heard throw a rumor. <laughs> clanks off the backboard. <laughs> Curry, <laughs> <laughs> dunk, son, move in. Chef, Chef Curry with the pop boy. Like he's just like he's going crazy. That that left handed three that he just made that had no business going in. No, no, no. That had no business going in. Also, the fact he's not all time scoring, all time leader. War and Warrior scoring list. Oh yeah, he uh, just passed Wilt, right? Yeah, yeah. Which that's amazing in itself. And now he might be the longest tenured Warrior player since Wilt. Come to think of it, (laughs) seems like people come and go Mm -hmm. off the Warriors at least 
since I've been watching basketball, but the right. might be coming. The might the Warriors might be back in the next year or two. Um, Clay Thompson's supposed to be. It seems that Clay Thompson's getting better, so he'll Good. be back in the back in the scene. Draymond, I don't know what's going on with him. I heard the last game he he blew it, but I didn't see exactly what happened. They're calling him a double agent <laughs> in the clutch, like he'll Damn. help you and then absolutely hurt you in the end. <laughs> 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 this is horrible. I think but- he needs. He needs those other players around him to get him hyped up to play. Like when Steph and Clay were both injured last year, it seemed it, I almost forgot he was in the league. Steph looks like he's playing. What are the position in the West? I don't know what it is, but he's, he looks like he's playing stress free. He doesn't even care. Mm. He's just throwing up, chucking threes, <laughs> getting open, chucking threes, and just having a good time. It's just yeah, he's it's, laughing. They're a nice. It's fun to watch. Yeah, if you actually watch him, he's actually pretty fun to watch. Mm-hmm. The West so, is very competitive. Mm, oh yeah, absolutely. But Steph is he's going out of his <laughs> Steph is going out of control. I don't know. I don't know what else. What's what's going on in, in the league? LeBron and AD still still out. Yeah, they're in their hyper, hyperbolic chamber. I feel like they're, they're just, just waiting ready. for the playoffs. They're for the playoffs. Yeah, I feel um, like they're just waiting for the playoffs, and then it's just going to come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to post on Instagram, "Are oh, we back, baby? You've been yeah, it's been good for like a month." <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Lebr- LeBron was like, "There's a storm coming, like the storm's coming." What's his name? Chia Hibata, whatever. Right, the Ch- Chibata. That guy yeah, is the funniest yeah. streamer. He's like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> send the Marines! It's not me! It's not me!" The Marines. Yeah, that's crazy. Get the, He's crazy. The storm sign going. Oh, <laughs> He's supposed to be playing Anthony Edwards in a match. I think. I don't know if they played. Really? He's yeah. They had some scheduled for him playing the Winter Falcon. Uh, is that what it's? Oh called? no, that's the Timberwolves. No, he's on the Timberwolves. Yeah, he's on You're the right. Timberwolves. And, okay, I thought. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's about it. Anthony uh, Mackie. I was thinking of Anthony Mackie. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> he's the Winter. He's the Winter Falcon. Soldier. No, he's the Falcon. Not. The oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. but Anthony Edwards, the rookie, and Chibata is supposed to be on Madden. I don't know how that right. went, but that made us. He's entertaining as hell. <laughs> yeah, he's ripping his shirt off and stuff. <laughs> Wrestling style. Yeah! <laughs> he go. He went through so many tank tops and shirts. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But moving forward, let's let's go to what we I really wanted to talk about today. Kid Cudi. Man, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Kid Cudi recently was performing at SNL. Um, he was wearing an off-white, uh, off-white designed dress, um, custom made by Virgil Abloh. He was wearing this dress in commemoration, supposedly, of Kurt Cobain. Um, the world set, set ablaze upon this performance. A, people were saying, oh, Kid Cudi's wearing a dress. Ooh, ah, right? And they're yeah. like, oh no, black men turn to women now. Ah, Hide the kids, hide your wife. <laughs> right? Now, people have mixed mixed opinions about this. People are like, yo, let him be, let him be great. Others are like, yo, this is whack for different reasons. Me personally, I think it's whack because of the significance of the Kurt Cobain tribute. I don't think it's I don't think it's genuine. Um right. he wore the dress to commemorate Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain has always been known as Fuck the system. Um, there's things wrong with capitalism, things are wrong with the world, society. I don't want to put that out there. I want to clash. I want to, to, you know, make a message, send a point. Mm. Part of the reason why he dealt with a lot of demons and ultimately committed suicide. So he was all about freaking, he was all about, I'm not with this, you know, I'm not with the injustice and XYZ. Now, the problem is that Kid Cudi, the next day on Twitter, after the performance, after so much hype has gotten, he's rolling this out. Of course, there's a rollout. It says, hey, by the way, Virgil Abloh and I have an off-white collaboration where I'm going to send this line in of jewelry, clothing, and this, too, does include the dress, right? So I'm thinking, oh, wow, I thought this was, I thought it was a legit tribute. In that case, I would have been like, yo, this is dope, you know? You and and you know Kid Cudi has been 
prison has openly talked about his mental health and how he's yeah. had demons and he's fighting it. His latest album is literally an album about him overcoming his demons, right? And now he's coming around saying, oh, I'm going to roll out for, you know, <laughs> off-white collab and this address is included. So I think it's garbage that he's doing that. Yeah, that yeah. leveraging and exploiting mm-hmm. a dead person's yeah. name to get yourself paid. Unless he's donating the proceeds to something that he didn't mention, but it's not a good look the and next day and say, yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I did this as a tribute. Oh, by the way, the link to buy this and other products is right here. It just That's just buffoonery to me to use another yeah. person's that name, let alone his a deceased, a dead yeah. person's a, name mm-hmm. for gain. I don't, I don't like it. So yeah, that's my not a good look. Yeah, that's my take on it. I just think it's that's corny to me. But if it was just simply a tribute and to, you know, bring awareness and to bring awareness, I think it would be, you know, I think it would be a good, uh, good move. Snowball, mm-hmm. what's going on here? Shout out to Snowball again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, moving forward, a more positive note. Nas, we're getting the music. Nas is getting rich, bro. He's getting that coin. Smart way, Coinbase. <laughs> Coinbase is now introduced in the stock market, right? They had their IPO. Yep, or a direct public offering. The public so offering. the private mm-hmm. um, the people that own shares privately were able mm-hmm. to sell their shares directly to the public. On That's awesome. Wednesday, and now he's and up. The share price is like three hundred fifty bucks or something crazy now. Oh, he's up almost a hundred million uh, because of this. Yeah. Nas is like Nas is like either like really smart or like has some really smart friends because yeah. even with the Ring doorbell app, like mm-hmm. he invested in that, he made a lot of money off of that. He made a lot of money in other investments. I can't. He was also remember. involved with Lyft before it became a thing. Right. Mm. So before it became a thing, right. he was involved with Lyft. Queensbridge nice. Venture Partners, I think the company is that How does their. That? I think um, we said this before. This is like deja vu right now. We yeah. definitely have said this before. <laughs> but yeah, all accurate and true. Oh, um, man. Mm-hmm. And then he has the Hennessy sponsorship. Yeah. LVMH has been going crazy. They also own Hennessy. Mm-hmm. And now 50% stake of Jay-Z's um, champagne, Ace of Spades. So, so yeah. you know how you know how Diddy is dating 50's ex-girlfriend or wife or baby mama? Oh, really? Um, I've heard. I, I guess Jay Z was dating Nas's wife or baby mama. Oh Have yeah, that, that, yeah, that that that's a long a time whole ago ordeal. That's it, a, yeah. this, is, this is chess, bro. That's just that's, that's chess. Yeah, it, <laughs> it goes into why the some of the diss tracks came out the way they did back then. It's, <laughs> okay. it's very it's very to, very messy. Yeah, it's extremely. <laughs> We don't need to go down that route. Yeah. I, was, I heard it, and I wasn't sure if it was true. I meant to ask you guys off. Oh, that man is that man Jay Z has now lived to a faithful billionaire, billionaire life with Beyonce looking like <laughs> looking like Basquiat with the hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Before it, we we're gonna get done soon, but I just want to mention a couple projects that came out that are really good. Uh, Conway came out with La Machina. Uh, an album. He brought Ludacris back to rapping instead Whoa. of flying in. Yeah, there's a Ludacris feature in there. Is that the club going up on a Tuesday guy? Uh, n- no, that's I Love McConan. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds similar. I was Ooh. like, hold up. But I mean, it's Le- Machine. His name's Conway the Machine, so La Machina's Machine. Oh, Conway the Machine. Okay, yeah. I know who that is. I just know so, my bad. Solid project. Going through not being all biased aside, I think it's on par with his last project, uh, from a king to a god. Okay, it's on par with that, so it, there's no drop off. So he's he's on a roll. Um, Good, Ludacris, he got Ludacris back, Ludacris snapped on his verse. Um, he also got Jid in there, he got some guys in there. He's he's really like on his lane with his drum work music label thing going on, so. Um, and then Thugger dropped, Young Thug dropped Slime Language 2, which I thoroughly enjoyed the project. Um, first song, Slatty, 
It's, it's called Slatty. That song goes hard. And I, you know, sometimes when you're like, you want to hate on an artist, but you can't. That's one of those moments. I was just like, <laughs> this is too fire. This is tough. Then he got Drake. He got the Drake feature, finally. I don't think it have ever worked before. I've not, I don't remember. Mm. But the song's called Solid, and guess what? It's, it's solid. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> yep, he got Lil Uzi Vert back. On, he had him in Slam Language 1, but he got him back in for this one. He got Coyla Ray, Benzino's daughter. On this. Rowdy's on it. Rowdy's oh, really? song just goes hard, too. Yeah, Future. the song with Rowdy on it goes hard. Future back. He got, like, the whole industry, basically, right. on this project. Someone someone he, made a meme and mm-hmm. was like, uh, Young Thun got all the Avengers together to form <laughs> yeah, his he album. Assembled, <laughs> he assembled everybody. And the funny thing is he didn't promote at all. Like, right. Was it a surprise promoted. drop? It wasn't even a surprise drop. It, they said it was coming, but he only dropped, like, he only mentioned, went on Instagram a couple times and mm. s- sent out little snippets here and there. And people were like, what is this? And you know, sure enough, it's all. Mm-hmm. One thing I love about Young Thug is his ad lib. She's like, like, yo, but it works. He got the Donnie Thornberry ad libs. He got the Donnie Thornberry Alice for sure. And then he got the he got the Mr. Krabs voice sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> yo, I never understood Young Thug, but like the more I listen to him, the more he's sort of a genius. Yeah, like he's like what he's so I, abstract. He's like the most abstract trap rapper. He's Basquiat on record. Crazy. <laughs> and it works. He's a genius. The whole wearing a dress in the album cover. And then he said, why are you wearing a dress? Because I have to stick under it. I had to wear the dress because I had to hide the stick. Like, oh. That is crazy, bro. <laughs> this man is different. Young Thug is, yo, my sister was like, yes, Young Thug is one of the best rappers out. Now he's a clowner for it. But now I think she, she, she saw what I didn't. I didn't see. She saw the potential. Yeah, she saw it, and I. I, I get it now. Young Thug is. He's dope. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. His um, his so much fun album was pretty good, man. It's fire. Was yeah. that the green album cover? Yeah, yeah okay. his like face on the even yeah. the deluxe was fire. Like he's dope. Another thing you have to admit to, Gucci Mane. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Andrew, but Gucci Mane is one of the best A and R's ever. Period. He brought oh he found Nicki him Minaj. yeah like he's not on there but like as a talent scout he's one of the best ever because he brought uh, Young Thug he brought Nicki Minaj he brought you know Waka Flocka in the mix let me let me clear the rest yeah I don't hate Gucci Man okay you heard it first you heard it live <laughs> I don't hate the man okay. but he's done some stuff I strongly disagree on and. That's he has some mm. he has some slappers. I can't I'm not gonna die, but overall, you know, I prefer the quesadilla over the taco. Yeah, I, hear I got you. you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. But he's the dope A and R. He's one of the best ever, I think. In terms yeah, of you definitely gotta talent. give him props talent. on that. Yeah. And if you compare that, I hate to bring up old um Beasts, but him and the young Jeezy comparison, talking mm-hmm. about peer artistry and their mm-hmm. influence and how they're how they've influenced the game. Mm-hmm. I think Gucci has the leg up on that as far as putting artists on or introducing them and giving them the jumping board to flourish. I can't think of right. any artists that Jeezy really put on like that. True, that's true. Not to discredit his music, but as having an ear for for talent and helping others out. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and ice cream face tattoos. <laughs> Revolution. I wonder what flavors. I wonder what flavors are on those. We're gonna have to end, we're gonna have to do a separate pod for the analysis. Theory suggests it's chocolate, others suggest it's Neapolitan. We don't know. <laughs> we got to look further into the details. We're launching an investigation. 
Now, I want to end this with uh, some shows that you guys got to be watching. Uh, Mortal Kombat's coming out Friday. I'm hype. Let's um, go. I feel like they're going to redeem themselves. I saw a couple leaks on the internet, and it looks crazy. It so, can't be worse than Annihilation. Absolutely not. It's only up from here. So, Quick, not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. who's your favorite character? Kung Lao is my favorite character in Mortal Kombat. Mm, that's that's tough. He's Reptile was always one of my favorites, but they just made him goofy over the years, and I don't appreciate it. Now, this slander in his name, they made him into a whole alligator. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I thought it was so cool Our how master. he was a ninja in Mortal Kombat 2, and he'd pull his mask and face off, and like he'd have the lizard head to yeah. fit venom at you or bite your head off yeah but turning him into a whole gator a whole florida gator (laughs) he looks looks like he's a raptor yeah and it just looks corny yeah for me but you know other than that i might have to go with raiden raiden's og that man's og Mm -hmm. i think he might be okay here's a good question for you major who do you think's the face raiden or luke of the Mortal Kombat franchise? Mm-hmm. Oh, or Scorpion? Is it Raiden? Oh, oh it's definitely Raiden. Scorpion. Scorpion's Scorpion, definitely come Luke up. Or Raiden? Scorpion's the like, anti-hero. I like, feel vibe. like they... Yeah, they try to push Liu Kang to be the face since he's the world's champion, but Liu Kang was always cheesy to me. I, mm-hmm. I never really felt Liu Kang. Because mm-hmm. didn't Liu Kang, Liu Kang was like, all my kicks slide like a Liu Kang. <laughs> <laughs> a, the thing I never liked about Liu Kang, there's no originality to him. He's a knockoff Bruce Lee every, that shoots fire. Facts, like every, fighting, every fighting game does have a knockoff Bruce Lee. Yeah. So I guess he's the one. Though some knockoff Bruce Lees are good, like Tekken, Martial Law, law and yeah. Forest Law. Those are good knockoff Bruce Lees. They had good moves, but yeah. Liu Kang, knockoff Bruce Lee, and I always felt his moves were corny. Yeah. So I'm going with Scorpion. I feel you. But I'm I'm excited about uh, this Mortal Kombat movie coming out. It's going to be on HBO Max and I'm thinking select theaters as well. Mm. Um, it looks ready from what I've seen. Um, it's coming out next Friday. I'm ready. I'm, re- I'm, I'm for it. I'm all for it. I'm going to cosplay at the theater. I'm going to go naked and say I'm Noob Sabat. <laughs> That's so foul. <laughs> no, I was not ready. Foul. That's a foul. That's so foul. And also, Snowfall, man. Snowfall. Yo, man. That show, look at She thought I was calling him. Snowball. Oh, because Snow... Uh, Doctor's smart, man. They're so smart. Hey, Snow. But yes, Snowfall is... That's that show, man. I'm sorry. Franklin. That's that show. How you, Andrew, how you feel about it? Ricey, you put me on. <laughs> and I'm addicted. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a really good show. If you liked Power or The Wire or any like somewhat drug... Um, dealing kind of movie, and I say it like lightly. It's not like just dr- there's like you know there's meat to this. The, hus- the hustle series, yeah it, keep, yeah, it keeps you it keeps you on your edge, and it's a really good show. There's and, meat um, along I- with the dust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I said there's meat along with the dust. <laughs> and, indeed. <laughs> but this Ooh. show is incredible. It's Franklin- like a very. Mm-hmm. It's like a version of power, but in the eighties, and you know, it's just I don't want to ruin it, Racy. You, you yeah, I can't, even, I can't even. Yeah, just watch Snowfall. It's on FX. It's also on Hulu. Um, recommended. I, I strongly recommend to watch Snowfall. Um, it's in, it's an incredible. It's just incredible. The storyline's great because there's like three different ways, three different storylines going on, and they're converging. And they and Andrews, you'll see. Yeah. They converge and it makes sense. It all makes yeah. sense. So I don't know. This is season four now. I don't know when they're going to end this. It seems like it's nearing the end, but it's nuts, bro. And it gets crazy. I'm just telling you right now, season three and four, 
I know you're not there yet, but it it, it picks up. It picks up even more. So be prepared. I'll tell you this much. After we're done with this pod, I'm watching it. You said the series was written by John Singleton? Yes. Now, is the whole series already written already? Like, since he passed a year or so ago, or did somebody else pick up the writing in there? I don't. Going? I think I don't know that detail. I don't know if they're picking it up or it's already been written. But the vision of this whole show is John Singleton's story. One thing I will say: it's like the time period is based in the eighties, but when you watch it, it doesn't feel like it's the eighties. It doesn't. Like, it makes yeah. you. It makes it feel like relevant. Um, it makes you. And feel, that's awesome. It makes you feel like you're currently. In the yeah. 80s, if that makes sense. So it makes you feel like you're living that 80s, yeah. 80s vibe. They had the music going. It's all the, okay. the hits. They had the deep cuts from the 80s going. I looked up some of the songs. I'm like, yo, oh, yeah. these are some deep cuts that they had rolling. Like, he had the culture down pat in the West Coast. Um, It's down pat. It doesn't look cheesy. At all. It's not cheesy at all. It feels authentic. Right. The storyline right. is complex it's not a straightforward it's not predictable either right. and franklin saint's role is very layered um a lot of in jerome's role for instance it's also layered like all yeah. these characters have layers to their story and and they and you see growth mm-hmm. and change and development and all that it's mm-hmm. really it's really good man it's dope so i really recommend snow i, rec- I recommend folks if they have nothing else to watch go check out snowfall fx and hulu Comes out Wednesday nights, I think at 10, 10 p.m. And then it's right. available on Hulu after 11. So, highly recommend it, y'all. And on that note, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> um, thank you for tuning in. As always, hug your loved ones. It's getting nicer outside. Go take a walk. And, you know, be great out here. Health as well. Ascend. You know, live up to your potential. All these things, all these things you must do to be the very best of you. And on that note, I got some got some water out here. There's a lake. It's a lake view I'm seeing right now. So what do you think the ducks and geese are doing at this current moment? Oh, about to splash. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs>